0: I heart. Um, all right, the injuries for today. Eric Armstead, uh, foot, knee won't practice. Dwelly, ankle won't practice. Hargrave, hamstring won't practice. Oren Burks, knee won't practice. Elijah Mitchell, knee won't practice. Juan Jennings, concussion won't practice. Uh, Cleveland Farrell, ankle will be limited. Uh, that's it. Uh, where do you, you have any uh, sense of maybe the game status for Armstead and Hargrave? Nope. I don't. How is Juwan moving through the concussion, concussion protocol? Um, he's in the protocol. What's the thing that stood out to you when you started looking at the Ravens defense and, and what they do to kind of put you guys in, in situations? Um, I mean, you look at the the numbers are usually the first thing you see, and you see how great their numbers are. Then you turn on the tape and it looks just like their numbers. I mean, they're really good against the run, really good against the pass. Extremely sound coverages. Um, they know how to get after it with pressures. They know how to get after it with front four. So uh, really good defense. From Kyle Hamilton specifically, the versatility and the way they can use him in different spots? Um, I mean, just knowing the talent coming out of college and um, now watching him in their scheme and just seeing how good of a football player he is. Anytime you're that long and you can run, um, gives you a bunch of advantages. But he also fits into their mentality with how physical he plays and um, has the size to do a lot of things, but also has the feet and length to cover. Kyle, it's been a while since you Seen Lamar, but maybe a different scheme. It seems like they're using it in a little different ways. How has he maybe evolved in, in what they're trying to do with him now? Um, I mean, it was a while since we played against him, but seen him over the years. I mean, it's still the same run scheme. Looks very similar. Um, I think they just mix in a few more more passes, more drop back plays, and things. And I think he's always been good at that stuff. So he really is good at whatever they decide to do. Um, it's he's a problem, whatever. So. When prepare for Lamar in practice, who plays him? Um, we'll have both of our quarterbacks, so they'll try their best. Is there anything, is there anything that uh, talks out to you about what Debo's uh, been able to do last month or, or since he's come back from the shoulder that kind of just explains why he's been so Um, Just that he's come back and gotten healthy. Um, when Debo's out there and can string together practices and weeks, it's matter time for the ball comes his way. I mean, nothing in particular that's been different than usual. I just think he's strung together a few more healthy weeks, and sometimes I mean, I think I said earlier in the year that he had some of the best games the first couple of weeks, even at Pittsburgh, and the ball didn't just go that way. And then he had some setbacks with his injuries, but he's been good here for a while, and um, it's came his way. Yeah, their receivers—they have four pretty good receivers, what stands out about their receivers? And is there any pattern to the usage? Is there one guy that you would consider their number one receiver? Um, I mean, you always got respect for Odell and what he's done and, um, but the young guy's real good too. So I mean, they, they got a number of guys, who, you know, they're not gonna force it to anyone. Um, Lamar makes the right decisions. They got guys who are real good in man to man. They're really good after the catch. So I'd say they just have a solid group overall. In case, uh, in case Chris Conley has to play uh, on Monday, um, I think he ran a 4.35 back in 2015. Is he still? Does he still have that uh, level of speed at, at this point in his career? Uh, I think it's like a 4.36 now. You know, depends. You know, I, I you know he's got it, and you know, we see it out there all the time. You know, Chris is. Um, it's not just his speed though. Chris has been a real good football player for us, and he's been ready to go anytime we've um, had him up. And uh, we'll see how it is this week. But there's speed and athleticism. Do they ask the same things of Rokon Smith and Patrick Queen as you guys do from Warner and Greenland? Uh, similar. I think they're that's. Those are the two guys who jump off the tape, and I think they're the most comparable to our guys that I've seen this year or in a couple of years. Uh, to me, those two guys make the defense go. Um, they're, they're big, they can run and they can hit, and not just because they're big, because they, their intentions are that way. Uh, you can tell they like playing football. They're very smart players too. They're good in coverage. They're two of the better zone droppers in the league and two of the better man to man guys also. So um, they're as good as it gets. What's difficult about facing a defense that has two linebackers? Uh, Just how much room they can cover. Um, That's what allows them to be so good in zone, just how good those guys are on the inside, how much field they can take between the numbers, takes the pressure off their corners who can stay on top and take away the explosives. to me, that's one of the reasons they lead the league in sacks because how good their coverage is with a bunch of good guys up front um, just allows them to do what they want. How much of their sacks are generated individually uh, as opposed to scheme and just confusion? Uh, I think more is um, individually and just sound good coverages. It's. Um, You know they they got they usually have four guys who can rush it they'll blitz and do that stuff too um they'll mix up throughout the game so the challenge is all your protections but uh, the hardest thing is how it is to get people open um they're when they have seven in coverage um they're very sound they don't mess up much and make you go to two make you go to number three and uh, they have all the rushers who can get there by that time that standpoint is this kind of a, a big game for brock as far as being challenged shoulders up? Uh, I think it's a big game for everybody because there's not just one way in particular. I mean, you think you know, they lead the league in sacks. So you right away, you think about our line. Um, and that is true because they have good pass rushers. Um, but also that has a lot to do with how good our receivers do get into their spots and get an open Brock to get in the right spots, guys not getting rerouted so they can't get there in time. So when you play a sound good defense with good players all over, it's, it's a little bit of everything. Um, not real familiar. We just worked out a bunch of guys yesterday. Um, I know our guys really liked him um, from what they've seen on him earlier, and definitely loved him in the workout. So we're low on numbers, so we had to get him part of this practice squad. And we'll see how he looks this week. What do you feel like your interior defensive line did in the game? Uh, I mean, it was a huge challenge for him. I thought you know, uh, we struggled, obviously, in stats. I don't think it was at all, all on them. Um, losing Kalia during the game really um, hurt because we just tired out a lot. Um, but I think we'll be better this week. As it relates to wide receivers and run blocking, I realize your dad's not like coaching in high school or, or whatever. But I mean, is that something like? You he say he's coaching to, high school? No, I said re- I realized he's not like your high school coach. Oh, gotcha. Whatever, but, um, I was like, I don't yeah, think he yeah. is. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I read the wrong biography on my. Um, he like was that something you would talk you would talk about with him? Like it just seems like it's just as important to him as it is to you, like the importance of being an all around receiver and blocking. Definitely, I mean, you also understand how important it is to football and how important it is to running the ball and how important it is to um, plays off the run. But no, that's why I could never play for myself or I would never play for him because even if I tried to block, I wasn't very good at it. So you can recognize that fast when you couldn't do it. Actually, the O line doesn't get a lot of accolades, but what have? What can you say about their performance this year? And how they helped you obviously do all the things you need to do? I think they've been great. Um, I mean, when you look at our whole offense, um, just as far as running the ball and throwing the ball, you can't do that stuff without a good old line. Uh, You can't do that stuff without a good quarterback. You can't do that stuff without good players that he's throwing to. So um, the success of um, us throughout the year so far, uh, there's not one group that is to me isn't playing at a high level. You okay, three uh, young guys who all got time at the end of the Arizona game. Luder, <laughs> and they all were flying around. What is your guys' evaluation of how they've come on this year as rookies? Um, I mean that stuff's huge when you can get those guys playing time. Um, you know, it's look, those guys have come on strong because they've been ready to go. They've been working. Um, very similar to how I um, talked about Jair. But you never know when they're going to get thrown in the heat of the battle. And sometimes when you go out there, you got to learn um, by failing. And so when those guys can get into these games, especially at the end of games, and it's happened a couple times throughout the year, looter later. But um, guys like D and stuff, um, they get a lot of experience each time they do it. They seem better and um, you know, hopefully they don't have to do it too much um, till the future. But if that comes up, which it could come up any day, uh, those guys got a little bit more experience now and they're getting better each week. There's a funny clip of Christian McCaffrey on Monday Night Football with the Mannings about how he flopped, and I don't know if you've seen it, but the fact that he was willing to go to the extra mile to kind of try and get a a penalty called for them. Do you see that often? uh, Um, I mean, I didn't see the Manning cast, but are they talking about when he flopped versus Philly? I saw that, and I thought that's, like, the only thing he didn't do very well this year. (laughs) It wasn't the best flop. You got to be a little – it can't be so obvious, so – um no not really, um, but yeah you you want guys to do that you know a lot of to touch guys after the play so sometimes guys can't see it because it happens so fast but they can see a reaction but you don't want it to turn into the NBA too fast. There's a lot of debate about whether Purdy or McCaffrey should be the MVP. As a former D1 wide receiver yourself, does it bother you that, that a wide you that, has never won the award? Like, that a wideout hasn't? Never. I mean not because of my lame history as a player, <laughs> um, it's I I don't think I mean I don't even want to talk about the ward because there's just, it's a lose lose and whatever the ward is but it doesn't bother me and just you start to adjust to it and you look at it and it does seem like it's more quarterbacks doesn't mean that a wide receiver can't doesn't mean a running back can't um, doesn't mean a D lineman can't um, if one person voted on it then they might do it that way but collectively um, I don't know I don't even know who votes so you hope they get it right but you know it doesn't matter that much to some people are you, are you I mean, in 2021 much has been written about how you had to do this and do that to earn your trust more playing time how much of that was tied to run blocking um not much I mean, it was just tied to just consistency of the game um i can't believe how long that stuck because every three weeks I got to talk about how far he's come since then which I think is kind of an insult to him so that's why I don't like always getting it repeated um I you got to play in the COVID year he had no off season when lost like three receivers that year and he, he really never came off the field didn't get an off season the next year and um he was a little behind in training camp and Trent Sherfield was here that year and he was a veteran who was ready for training camp and so we went into the first game and that was how training camp went and the other guy was just more consistent at that time but i mean ba wasn't doing it didn't yeah he had to do some things to get more consistent to be ahead of Trent at the time but that wasn't like he was in the doghouse or had to have this whole epiphany he just that's what football is you don't always you're not always ready to go as as a rookie sometimes you get thrown in there anyways. That can be good and it can be bad. Um, but that's why a lot of people have rookie slumps. Sometimes they, you learn from failing and sometimes they don't realize, man, I played my whole time as a rookie. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was, but you got to be better than the guy behind you at all times, not just potential wise. And um, I think he came to camp a little off and that's what happened. And I think he corrected that about halfway through the second game. So it's been really good since then. Receiver run blocking. Do you when you had Taylor Gabriel for like, you graded guys like that on a curve because they're like under thirty pounds. Um, yeah, but it's it's all about. Taylor was also the pound for pound strongest guy on the team. He was the only guy who weighed 160 pounds who could bench 300. Like He was wired. Um, but yeah, there's size factors always. That's why you got to learn the type of track by the back, how to stay square. and have you can't. No one just goes out there and just manhandles a guy. You got to be tied to the guy behind you and how to set people up and stuff. And, and also back then, um, when people were running at you straight over just to kill you, um, you were allowed to cut, so they couldn't just tee off on you. Um, now you just got to stand up and take it which isn't a problem either as long as you fall down and he falls down with you. If he's kicking your butt, he's not making the play. So you got to do one or the other. All right, guys. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.